You are now listening to the London International Christian Church Podcast. It really, really is a privilege for me to um, come here and uh, share um, the next lesson. Uh, but I first want to thank Michelle and Michael Williamson for giving me the opportunity to speak today. They've been wonderful to us. Um, my name, um, as some of you know, is Angelica Grima, and my husband George and I came to Europe as missionaries from the LA Church. Um, George supports us independently of the church, financially independent, um, supports us, and so we're, we're here to help serve um, the London Church again under the leadership of the Williamsons. We moved to London about nine months ago. Um, we started Abbey Road Bible Talk about eight months ago. And we started out with five people. It was George, uh, myself, Victor, Yuri, and MJ. Um, and then within the span of eight months, we've grown to 14 um, disciples. Um, we split the Bible talk just recently into two. So now we have a new Bible talk in Acton. Um, and leading that Bible talk is Vic and MJ. So now we lead the West Region of the London International Christian Church. So the title of my 10-minute lesson is, Well Done in Building a Fruitful Bible Talk. Okay, so I'm going to share from a sister's uh, point of view quickly, because obviously my time is limited, so please keep up with me. So in order to build a fruitful Bible Talk, sisters, we must first make sure that we are focused on creating a powerful, exemplary environment. What does that entail? First point, an attractive, godly home. Let's go to John 14, 1 through 3. It reads, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God, trust also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. So, you know, I I asked Jeanette this morning what it took for her to prepare a baby room. She said that she made a list of, of all these things that needed to be ready for the baby. She put pictures on the wall. She thought of a theme, jungle theme. Yeah. She wanted it girly, but not, you know, different colors other than pink, so she chose green. And so she tried to make it as pretty as possible because she knew the baby was coming. Um, so we, as disciples, invite people to our Bible talk, right, with the hopes that they'll become Christians. Yeah. Okay, but do we prepare our home for the arrival of God's new babies? Wow. Mm. If Jesus states the importance of preparing a room for us in heaven for our arrival one day, and mothers know the importance of preparing a room for the arrival of their babies yet to come, shouldn't we also have an urgent desire to prepare our homes for these new Christians to be? So my question, several questions are, how clean are your home sisters and women? Does it have a foul odor or a pleasant one? Are dirty clothes thrown around everywhere? Are dishes piled up so high that it reaches the ceiling? What about the food in the fridge? Is it spoiled? 
When was the last time you vacuumed, swept, mopped your floors? Shall I go on? So what first impression does your home give to newcomers? Will they want to come back or stay far away? Uh, Before George and I moved to London, we prayed and we asked God to show us what location he wanted us to be, to live at. Lo and behold, there were a few choices, but the one that seemed more attractive was a flat in Abbey Road, right across the studios. It was ideal because it would attract people and people would have a curiosity to come visit to see what a flat in that area looked like. So George thought, okay, we need to have a living room large enough for people to come and fit. It had to be an ideal location, right, with a safe neighborhood, also somewhere close to the tube station where people wouldn't have a hard time. So I really, I'm not the most clean person, but I work really, really hard to do so. Um, Now I've been maybe the past, well, I've been sick a few weeks ago, but the past week I've been like sweeping every day. We don't have carpet, so there's no vacuuming. Mm -hmm. So I sweep, I do the laundry every day. Um, I'll open up windows, right, to air out the room. Um, And I spray a lot. I, George buys me flowers, so I arrange the flowers. Sometimes we rearrange the furniture so that people can fit, right? So, I just wanted to encourage you sisters. I don't want you guys to feel down because I know that it it takes a lot of hard work just to make sure our home environment is great. So let's make every effort to be like Jesus and prepare our homes for our newly arrivals. Okay, so the second point is generous hospitality. So let's go to Luke 14, 13. Um, Luke... I'm, I'm really slow at finding scripture, so bear with me. Okay, so um, Luke 14, 13, everyone's kind of quiet. I, it's not supposed to be, it's supposed to be encouraging, sisters. <laughs> okay, so Luke 14, 13, it says, But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed. Although they cannot repay you, you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. Okay, so during the fellowship, I asked three women, right? Each a different question. I asked the first woman or sister, if your neighbor was invited to your home for dinner, what would you prepare? Her answer was spaghetti bolognese, bolognese with salad and vinaigrette dressing. She really like was encouraged to make her specialty for her neighbor. The second question I asked a different lady in the room. If Queen Elizabeth was invited to your home for dinner, what would you prepare? She's like, hmm, a roast. Okay, anything more? No, just a roast. Okay, so the third lady I asked, if Jesus was invited to your home for dinner, what would you prepare? She said, a feast. Wow. With everything I can think of. I would prepare it with love and all the finest dishes and finest wines. Okay, so 
why are the difference from a neighbor to Queen Elizabeth and Jesus? Why are we treating everyone differently? Shouldn't we be treating them the same? Right? Because Jesus wants us to be generously, to generously show our hospitality to those who are less fortunate, the spiritually poor, crippled, lame, and blind. So sisters, do you prepare a banquet during your Bible talk? Or do you make things extra special for your guests? Or do you just open a bag of crisps and just throw them on the table? <laughs> or just, you know, open, or just get like packaging, right? And you know, you get a food and you just open the packet. You don't even bother to take it out and put it on the plate. So we need to take the time to put the food items on a tray and platter, bowls, nice, pleasing to the eye, right? Don't cut corner sisters, okay? Don't give generic brands. Well, it's good to give generic brands, but if you have a really good brand in your fridge and you see your neighbor coming, you're like, oh, let me give them something less, that's not good. Right? No. So you want to give the best food what your money can buy. Okay, remember, Jesus is watching. So, have you ever had a visitor come to your Bible talk only once but never came again and you tried to reach them and you couldn't? Okay, well, I'll tell you who that visitor was. Let's go to Hebrews. Hebrews 13.2. Hebrews 13.2. Okay, so Hebrews 13 2 says, Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers. For by doing so, some people are showing hospitality to angels without knowing it. Jesus is watching. And he's sending his angels to your home to see if you're being hospitable. Okay, so my time is running out. But there is, I, we won't go to the scripture, but it's in 1 Kings 17, 7 through 16. It talks about a widow who was very poor. She had a little oil, a little flour, and Elijah came and says, please prepare a bread for me. She's like, well, I don't have enough. He goes, just trust, go and do what I said. Yeah. So she went and she came back and she had oil and flour just outpouring all the time. She had food all the time. My point is, that when you give your best, even what little you have, God will always bless you abundantly. So, I did what the little widow did. I got a little oil, a little flour last night, and I made you guys a special treat. Cupcakes. So my challenge to you ladies is invite someone, right, or several people to your home and prepare a banquet for them. Really make it special. Someone that you're reaching out to, it doesn't have to be a Bible discussion, but just make it special. Okay? To God be the glory. Thank you. We would like to thank you for listening to that episode of the podcast. If you would like video versions of these episodes, whether it's sermon highlights or interviews, feel free to check us out on our website or view them on our YouTube channel. That's londonchurch.org.uk. That's L-O-N-D-O-N-C-H-U-R-C-H 
www.ghostbusters.org.uk and for all other updates and information whether it's services events or devotionals you can find all that on our website also once again we'd like to thank you for listening and we'll catch you on the next one